Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast, where we help women grow godly relationships, grateful hearts, and grace-filled lives. I'm Jess, and I'm a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe that God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you're looking to love God well, to love yourself, your family, and those around you well, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. Friends, we are back for a quick bonus episode, our Friday Faith Follow-Up, tackling that hard topic of daily sacrifice, the sacrifice of motherhood. And I want to give a word from the Lord today to dive into a short passage from the Gospel of Matthew that you are probably familiar with. But I want us to think about it in the context of how exhausting motherhood can be. So the verses here are from Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 to 30, where Jesus says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I don't know if there's ever been a more more appropriate verse in all of scripture for the journey of motherhood. There are moments for all of us as moms when we feel weary and burdened, when we feel anything but the experience of rest. And and really this goes beyond motherhood. I mean obviously there are so many things in life that can exhaust us and burden us and feel like like a, a huge weight on our shoulders. But family life is probably the most painful of these. When we feel exhausted by motherhood or when we feel discouraged in our marriage, we feel let down by our family, that is painful in a in a unique way. Much more so, much more personal, much more intimate than being burdened at work or at church or in a friendship or even in our own mind by thoughts that we might be struggling with, when we feel discouraged or disconnected in our most important relationships, that is wearying and burdening in a very unique way. But the remedy from our Lord is exactly the same, and that is to come to him to take his yoke upon us, to learn from him, to accept his gentleness and his humility and his rest. So let's take just a moment and reflect together on what that rest looks like. And we're not going to do a deep dive into other parts of scripture where the Lord talks about rest. He talks about it quite often. I want us really to zero in on God's commandment for Sabbath, because I think that that helps us see a better picture of what Jesus is probably talking about here when he talks about rest. Because when Jesus says his yoke is easy and his burden is light, that doesn't mean he's not asking us to do really hard things. The reality is when you come to Jesus with your weariness and your exhaustion and you're just feeling totally overwhelmed, he doesn't typically take away the thing that is exhausting us. He doesn't 
necessarily make our child suddenly sleep through the night or start making better decisions. He does not necessarily speak immediately to our husband to apologize more or more quickly or or whatever it is that we are struggling with. He does not necessarily change the situation that we're struggling with. His rest and his yoke comes from a different direction. And when we think about Sabbath in the Old Testament, we see that it was a very intentional laying down of work, that there were six days to get all your work done. And and back then, I mean, with the lifestyle that they had and the lack of modern conveniences that they were dealing with, their work was hard. Their, their work was exhausting. It was from sunup to sundown and probably beyond. It was very physically demanding and their literal livelihood depended on it. So they, I mean, their work was, was work, (laughs) was very difficult. And yet the Lord told them, you only do it for six days and then you have to stop. You have to take a break. You have to rest. You have to come to me. You have to be refreshed. And, and really, if you dive into, especially Leviticus and some of those books that we so rarely read in the Old Testament, the Lord called for Sabbath every seven years and every 49 years. I mean, there were big seasons of Sabbath that he was calling his people to. Above and beyond the weekly repetitive, lay down the work and come to me. And that didn't change how difficult the work was. It didn't change how much effort was going to be required to get a good harvest or wash the clothes or all the different things that they had to do. And the same is true for us. When we come to the Lord, it doesn't change the requirements of motherhood, the tasks that we have to do to love our kids and care for our kids and take care of our home and our family. But it refreshes us and gives us rest in a very unique way. And when we turn into the New Testament and we see Jesus coming as the representation of God to his people, he handles Sabbath differently than the Jewish people thought God wanted them to. He does he does lay down his work, but he he really uses that as a time to prioritize helping people and building relationship, caring for people. A lot of the healings that are recorded in the Gospels take place on the Sabbath, probably in part to highlight for us how angry that made the Pharisees. I'm sure he was healing all the time, not just on the Sabbath, but also to show us God's heart for rest. That rest is not simply, I'm going to stop working for a while, but rest is refreshment and healing and and renewal coming often in relationships, especially that relationship with the Lord. And so when we read these words in Matthew 11, telling us, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. Let's just pause. We can all raise our hand right there. And he promises us rest. Rest as in renewal and refreshment. And he tells us to change our perspective of the work that we have, the yoke that is upon us. And that's a lot of what we talked about um, on Tuesday in episode 69. So you're going to want to circle back for that full episode. I'm certainly not going to repeat all of that here. (laughs) But our perspective there in the daily sacrifice 
really comes down to what our yoke is. Do I have the yoke of, I need to do this mom thing perfectly. It's all resting on my shoulders. I am doing a great job. I'm doing a horrible job. Is this my identity? If that is the yoke upon me, I'm not going to approach the daily sacrifices of motherhood with joy. But if my yoke is the yoke of Jesus, and he's, and let me just pause and say he's, He's talking about the yoke as in the oxen that they had um, for handling their harvest and their fields. You know, they would put this big wooden thing called a yoke on them that would guide them in the right direction so that they were, you know, plowing the fields appropriately and all of that. So the yoke was a literal thing (laughs) that they would put onto their working animals. But of course, we experience that much more metaphorically. (laughs) The monkey on our back, the burden on our shoulders we feel that sense of weight and responsibility. And Jesus is saying, come to me and I will give you rest and I will give you an easy, light yoke. Not because the work is necessarily different, but because the perspective that we have in it and the identity that we find in Christ and the ways that he shapes us more and more into his character, the fruit of the spirit, that gentleness, that humility, that changes our yoke and our burden. And if you've never listened to the song, Fix My Eyes Upon Jesus, that is such a beautiful worship song that really helps me turn to the Lord when I am feeling weary and burdened to turn on that worship music and remind myself that, that specific song is pulling straight from scripture. I believe it's in Hebrews. Um, but it just reminds me, don't fix my eyes on the difficulties of the day and the craziness of motherhood and the lack of sleep or whatever it is. Fix my eyes not on all that stuff. Fix my eyes on Jesus. Because if my eyes are on him, my attention is on him. And now I can pause and I can rest and I can refresh, and I can remind myself, why am I doing all of this? I'm not just doing it because I have to, or because I love my kids, although I do. I'm doing it because it pleases the Lord, because it is an act of service for him. And that, so that's one thing that helps me turn back to the Lord when I'm feeling particularly weary and burdened. And undoubtedly, you have your own tips and tricks and strategies that help you do that. But the important thing is not how we do it. It's simply doing it, coming to Jesus, opening his word or getting with him in prayer or singing a worship song or talking with a friend and and confessing and praying together. There are so many ways that we can do this. And I would love to hear from you some of your favorite ways of turning back to the Lord when you are feeling weary and burdened. I'm going to put that question out there in the Facebook group. Um, the link is there in the podcast description if you want to join us in the group. But I'm, I would love to hear from you. How do you turn to the Lord when you are feeling weary and burdened? How do you experience his rest, his easy yoke, and his light burden? The rest that we have in the Lord, it doesn't take away the work, but it changes our experience of the relationship, our experience of the journey, and our perspective on the work itself. So my friend, take all these thoughts with, I don't know, with a grain of salt, as they say, 
(laughs) The important thing that I would encourage you to do now is to open your Bible and to read these words yourself, reflect on them yourself, meditate on them, memorize them, write them on a note card and stick it on the refrigerator. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And when you are struggling with the sacrifices that are a part of motherhood, I do hope that you will come to Jesus, that you will go to him and let him give you rest for your soul. That is my hope. That is my prayer. And so let's wrap up today's devotional with a prayer. (laughs) Ah, Holy Lord, we, we praise you that your yoke is easy and your burden is light. We praise you that you are gentle, that you are humble in heart, and that you are not only willing to give us rest, but you love to give us rest. You delight in giving us rest. Lord, we thank you for our children. We thank you for the sacrifices we get to make for them. And we pray that you will not only change our perspective so that we are grateful and joyful even in the sacrifices, But we pray, Lord, that you will remind us, however is necessary on those hard days, to come to you. And we pray that you will give us rest for our souls. Help us, Lord, to approach motherhood with your perspective and your grace covering us. We pray all this trusting in the name of Jesus, the one whose yoke is easy and the one whose burden is light. It is in his name that we pray. Amen. My friends. Uh, Make sure to hop online to grab resources that might help you. (laughs) Obviously, the Lord, he's your number one help. I'm not going to pretend he's not. But we do have um, some devotionals and some free resources and different things at loveyourpeoplewell.com, which might really help you in the journey of motherhood. Along with the rest of family life, we've got the Facebook group, all sorts of things. Definitely check that out and we will see you back next week for episode 70 to continue our journey together of figuring out how to love family life and keep Jesus at the center of it all. Hugs and blessings to you, friend. I'll talk to you soon.